Well. Oh. <laughs> well. Well. Time to well. jump into the piss pot. <laughs> yeah, take a bath, baby. Take a bath it's, in the piss the, pot. That's right. The water's fine. That's the bad. water. Well, that's we have an update for you. We decided we're changing the name of the show to the piss pot, but it's only when MJ and I are the ones hosting, which is this episode. That's right. In fact. Is it because, hey, Spencer, what color was your shirt when you first got it? Oh, this was yellow. <laughs> but it, that's now oh. more yellow because of piss. Oh, okay, thank yeah. you. That's, that's the answer there. <laughs> it used to be a, like, a much lighter oh, yeah. yellow, but, you know. Do you use piss to dye your hair? Uh-huh, exactly. Uh, yeah, have you, you just, seen... just get really dehydrated before Have you, you seen the it? Swiss jeans freak? Do you know who that is? I have no idea. What is that? Swiss he's, jeans? He's a Swiss jeans freak. He's just a Swiss guy from Swiss, <laughs> from Switzerland. And he's a jeans freak. Swiss? He loves jeans. But um, he did an experiment where he soaked jeans in piss <laughs> um, to see what the fades would be like. So he has some piss jeans out there. So it is like... Oh, they, is do they look they do. good? Gonna, do they look like nice? Let me Google Swiss jeans freak piss. <laughs> um... <laughs> I'm afraid. Spencer's, uh, Spencer's search history is gone. It's going to be so bad. <laughs> yes. Okay, I found it. Effects of urine with denim. From Swiss Jeans Swiss Freak. Swiss Jeans Freak. Here we go. What, what yeah. if he's so cool? I follow like him on Instagram. I, I didn't know about the piss thing until recently. <laughs> um, he looks just like a denim head. He is a denim head. Yeah. D-D-H. D-H. Denim head with piss on the body. You know, okay, so you know what's so funny? There's the first result that comes up is um, is like like a, a denim form where someone asks effects of urine with denim, um, and then when I scroll down and you know have they have like other posts in this forum. One of them is maybe it's just me dot dot dot, but fat people piss me off. <laughs> what's going on Yo, in this denim what? form? But. Um, Anyway, it's kind of fun. That yeah, was, I guess recent. in a true in a true fashion, <laughs> uh, get it, menswear, uh, that this episode has to start with piss. Like I don't, I don't. <laughs> this end of the year episode, the, right E-O-T-H. here, capstone. We love our piss and poop things on this show. That's our thingy. That's, That's our right. Thingy. Maybe wow. next time I meet, maybe next time I meet Chris Pine, I can ask him about how he thinks about piss. That's right. Hey, Chris. Yeah. Hey, Chris. His eyes. I'm telling you, man. I was like. When he was, when I saw, here's the full story. I know this is coming out like months later yeah. after it actually happened to me. But I went to go over to Gaia Kashmir, um, which is my, my local coffee place. It's the same coffee place, apparently, where I was sitting next to uh, Gillian Jacobs. Oh, I should have been like, oh, Brita unfiltered. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I think it was her because she was wearing like sunglasses and she was like with her mom. Like I, when she walked away, I was like, why does she seem so familiar? I'm like, oh shit, that was Gillian Jacobs. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, like, one time I had, like, a, a lonely Friday because it was, like, there was, like, no one there. It was just, just me. And then, like, I see a guy jog up, order coffee, and sit next to me. I'm like, holy shit, that's Jason Seagal. That's Jason Bourne. <laughs> yeah. Uh, which is really funny because, like, uh, a guy I did recognize. He was like, oh, I loved, like, Freaks and Geeks. And he was there with, like, his, his like, elderly dad. And the guy goes to the restroom. The elderly dad goes to Jason Seagal and goes, you're famous or something, kid? <laughs> Jason's like, I was like, uh, yeah, I guess, you know, I'm an actor. He goes like, have I seen you in anything? He was like one of those typical, like, old people who don't yeah, know, so like, what, yeah. like, an actor is. And, like, when the guy came back, he's like, hey, I'm really sorry about my dad. He's like, it's fine. Like, it's not, not a big deal. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I was I was at Gag Cashmere, and I was talking to Davide, um, the owner and proprietor, really cool guy, wearing this, like, like 
you know, like, have you seen, like, remember, like, those, like, fisherman smocks? Like, yeah. Where it's, like, a popover kind of a thing, canvas cotton. It was, like, yellow, and we were talking about that. And, like, I, like, I hear this guy, like, like, walking up. He goes, like, molto bene! Like, this is, this is like, you know, very exaggerated Italian stuff. I'm, like, oh, this guy's kind of cool. And I'm, like, why does the voice sound so familiar to me? Mm-hmm. And then he, like, looks at me and goes, like, damn, man, that's a nice suit. Is that Ralph? And, like, puts down his sunglasses, and I see those piercing eyes <laughs> yeah. that Chris Pine has. And I'm, like, holy He's shit. He's, like, I want you to join my cult. <laughs> is he in a cult? No, the uh, don't worry, darling. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah I thought you were gonna say like Scientology or something. Yeah, that, of course, that's his most famous role, the movie everyone loved. Yeah. Don't worry, darling. Someone asked me if he spit on me or whatever. That's yeah. kind of funny. Was it was it him or it was Harry Styles? Which one? Who it was Harry. Spit? St- allegedly, uh, they both deny it happened, but you know, watch the video footage and decide for yourself. But allegedly, it was <laughs> yeah. Harry Styles who spit on. Uh, Chris Pine. Because it's like he looks down and Chris looks down and then like looks like upset. Yeah, he right? he looks like, down and then goes like like a little like hand thing. Like what do you what the hell? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but no, no spinning happened here, and other than spitting damn menswear, mm-hmm. you know, you know what I'm saying. Um, but yeah, I had to tell him like, oh, it's not Ralph, but it's I tell your few. He goes, oh, who is that? And I'm like, oh, it's my friend. He makes these suits. And goes, That's he makes sick, man. these. And then um, yeah. Kind of, you know how we talk about, uh, you know, like movies and people wearing the wrong things different seasons. He was wearing a t-shirt, but he also was wearing cream flannels. And I understand hmm. that in the 1930s, cream flannels were a summer thing you wear. I get yeah. it. But we were in, hey, bro, buddy, we're in 2022, darling. 2022? You don't got to wear flannels. Uh, <laughs> 2023. Yeah. We recorded this so long ago. <laughs> yeah, in anticipation. Yeah. It's like this the, is it's the, like when this I found the that friend banked episode that we have. Yeah. Yeah, it's like it's like the the time when I saw a friend's Instagram and it says 2017 here I come and it's because he hadn't used it but in the contemporary time it just it just seemed so good. That is so funny. 2017 uh, here but, we come. Yeah, I, I had that as my bio for a little bit, but I don't think anyone got it. I mean, that's the whole that's the whole thing. We get made fun of a lot in our Discord that we, we do these jokes that no one gets. And but we are amused. We, we think it's funny. We think but it's we're, hysterical. But we look like fucking yeah. idiots. We, we do it for us first and foremost. Yeah. Uh, but welcome. Welcome, everybody. This is not a Chris Kind. Con- Where's Chris Kind? Con- from 2022? Yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah uh, uh richard kind uh, really quick i just want to qu- really quick kind of diversion um i was uh divergent divergent i was doing uh some reading uh, uh on like local history recently um and yeah. i found uh this book that it was a it's a history of orange county from uh like 1921 uh and there's a whole section that's just like amusing anecdotes or something and the first one is just a time in the 1890s where, like, a county supervisor mispronounced a word and everyone, like, made fun of him relentlessly for weeks. <laughs> I just think oh. it's so funny that that has happened for so long. And also, someone 30 years later was like, we need to record this for, like, for history forever. <laughs> we need to make sure that people knew the time this guy pronounced mispronounced the word library. How did, how did he say it? So they were talking library? about opening a uh, a law library, and so he said "lie oh. lawberry" or something like that. <laughs> what a fucking idiot! And then, like they were like we, they they did not let up. They kept making fun of him for it. Is is that guy still alive today? He is. That was me. Okay, good. <laughs> oh shoot. Yeah. yeah, I don't think like there's never been like a Brita moment or something that we've like. 
we've just done that. I think I think our friend group we kind of just lean into like we just it's a natural thing. Well, that because happens. you have, we you do typos like fucking all the time, so it'd be impossible. Yeah, it's it's a part of my well. I mean, that typos are different than speech. It's not, it's not like I'm saying like, oh man, let's lose the the computator. You I'm know just saying I mean? it's like, like not, you know the, the classic group chat thing of naming your your group chat after. A, a, a dumb typo that someone said my favorite one of yours really quick is still when we were going to disneyland and instead of saying space mountain you said space lunatic which is just a phrase that i still well, think about it's all funny the time. because yeah for people who i mean you guys have probably seen it in the discord by now but it's like it's, it's either autocorrect on my phone or it's just a straight up typo yeah like those are the two those are the two things and i think it's funnier when it's an autocorrect thing um yeah. I also, I, I always think of this is our, our 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 regular reference, but talk about recording history, so you have it. The two Boston Brahmin guys. That's right. That's <laughs> yeah. The, that's the, the craziest. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna have to find. So I, I gotta find some way to, to, to like write a blog post about that. About that like, specific video. Yeah, because they don't even have the same accent. They, they don't, don't even have the same. They just like one of them has like New the England mid- accents. Yeah, one of them has like the like the like the Fraser accent. The other one has like a like just an old guy like. It's lively, and another guy's well, that's like. That's still lively. a very like New England yeah. thing. It's like it's not. I mean, the yeah, same I know thing. that, but like it's yeah, yeah. It's the like Boston the Brahmin. Yeah, it's like I guess it's like the kind of like nasally, and maybe the way is like uh, his his voice goes up at the end of sentences and stuff like that. That's all very very Boston. What a good video yeah. though. I need, I love videos of. What is it about the city of Boston that accents. makes me part? What so, is it about the city of Boston that makes me forego the fermented grape in favor of the drink of the hoi polloi? That's right. Fraser season, at this, <laughs> whatever. At this point, the, the, the season would might be done because it's only like six episodes, I think, or whatever. Really? Right? So it's like, oh, by the time this like episode releases. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, we're gonna. I think it comes out like next week. We're going to have to fucking do a live watch party of that. Shit <laughs> there you go, on Tubi or <laughs> React. whatever. Yeah, whatever it is. Yeah. Welcome to Style and Direction, a men's podcast for that stuffiness. I am Ethan M. Wong. I'm Spencer DSO. And I'm MJ. This is a show where we talk about menswear. It is men- the, the Menswear's podcast. The Menswear's podcast? Yeah. Yeah, they chose us. Yeah. How many, how many men's or podcasts are there right now? There's probably like a billion of them. I think there's just one. And, and we're, the, we're it. We're it. We're you it. You know... We're the only you know, menswear podcast. Here's, you want to know some hot? You want to hear a hot take? Mm-hmm. And why? And why we're the best one? Yes. Um, it's because when you watch all of these, um, you know these these podcasts, they always try and talk about multiple things in one episode, and they run out of steam, bro. The way you do it like us is you spend one episode, an hour and a half, talking about one thing. One thing. Well, more like you spend. <laughs> 30 to 40 minutes talking about one thing and then the rest of the time you know talking it's about poop. yeah poop or whatever we do poop and pee yeah, that's true yeah. yeah this is the most meta episode this is like the best of of comedy bang bang where they, <laughs> they peel behind the curtain we should do you uh, know i know it's not we're, we wouldn't be the first to do it but we should do a fake like best of thing where it's like we just it's like here's it's like a compilation that's our ai episode no but it's like a compilation but oh. i guess i guess that is the ai episode but yeah, it's like a compilation, yeah. but it's all things that never happened before. And we're just like, remember this? Remember when we got Chris Pine on the show? Yeah. <laughs> hey, guys. Yeah. Um, that would be fun. It's me, Captain James T. Kirk. Community the... did that, right? Yeah, that's yeah. one of the best episodes where it's all random stuff, uh-huh. which I think is so, so good. Talk about Joel McHale. Um, the, the, that, we didn't say his name earlier. I'm just talking about Yeah, him. talk about Joel McHale, um, please. <laughs> 
Yeah. yeah. Uh, he's he's a is he a menswear guy? I mean, Chris Pine's clearly a menswear guy. I don't think he uh, is. I just remember on Community, he's always like, I dress like David Beckham, and I always think of him just wearing like like long sleeve t shirts with the sleeves slightly rolled up. That's like yeah, how I, I mean, picture the, the first, McHale. It it goes from the first season of like sport coat and, and like uh and like sweatpants to like Henley with slim jeans and boots kind mm-hmm. of a thing, like hot guy like Ott's outfit. Yeah. Um talk about talk about hot guy Ott's outfit. Um we're talking about me today because uh, <laughs> earlier this year, if you guys haven't heard about it, we've uh, or you guys should we've I've already interviewed Spencer about about journalist style, which is his his take on. I mean, it's kind of it's not just about the journalist style because we can't talk about the Milserp aspect of it. So we, that's part of it. I think. Spencer, it's like the journalist only shops the, in Milserp, uh, uh, military surplus stores. Milserp, that's right. Yeah. Uh, and then we've also talked with MJ about you know his his journey with menswear and how he kind of combines other like more designery more hypey streetwear-ish adjacent pieces with his classic menswear because he's his own person. Mm-hmm. That's I that's know. the whole thing here. I and I thought, well, you know, why not? We haven't done this. I mean, the last time we kind of did a retrospective on me was like, I think like during the pandemic, I think one of our first bonus episodes was kind wow. of like, or, or you know, we did the whole um, the, the Ethan journey and we also did like the birthday episode where I talked about like what I wore to each birthday and how each, each year is different. And so I thought we'd talk about this today because... It's like, a, you know, I don't know if it's a, we're past the pandemic now. We're past college. There's a lot of new things in my life. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, you know, and even though I like to say in the Discord and the blog that a lot of it is the same, I think a lot of people in Discord have said, ah, it's a little bit different nowadays. You know, maybe the demeanor is different, the way you approach things. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I thought, yeah, we talk about it here. And I'm going to let Spencer and MJ take take the reins here. Yeah, that's right. Welcome uh, to the piss wanna, pot. Yeah, welcome. Take a bath. Take a bath. Um, Take I want to also shout out Dan, who kind of asked us uh, some some questions um, earlier this year that kind of helped frame this as well, and mm-hmm. that, you know, we'd, we'd expand on that because it's uh, as I've been talking about expression. Uh, Dan had a good episode, or good episode. He doesn't do a podcast uh, yet. <laughs> He's not going to compete with us. Uh, but he did a good article about you know how we communicate and if we think it's accurate and and all that kind of stuff. So that was a really good topic. That I think we'll address in this episode. But Spencer, MJ, take it away. All right. From me. From you. Take away the microphone. Yeah, here you go. Whoop. And now you, we're going to do an interview where you can't actually hear Ethan the whole time. <laughs> um, all right. Well, uh, Ethan. Yes. I want to talk to you about your style. Yes. Let's, talk. let's dive in, baby. Um, one thing that I was kind of curious about. Um, and interested yeah. in is uh, a lot of your style writing involves um, the, the kind of like categorizing uh, different aesthetics uh, and and like looks and stuff like that. Um, yeah. But a lot of times it seems like you have difficulty kind of categorizing your own look. Um, is that because you Ooh, don't really yeah. feel like you want to be put in a box, or do you genuinely feel like that's you so? Don't, like, yeah, that's really funny. Cause, I mean, like, I think over the years, or yeah, I think you're right. I have like really gone deep into this whole thing, and it, it's to be clear, it's not about for those of you listening who, who might have had a problem with how I've done it. You know, it's not about like predicting how people dress or trying to make some kind of moral assertions. Um, but I do think that the fact that we that we can recognize things that are coded, you know, I think that this is a big topic today when we talk about you know, like social justice and and cultural appropriation. Things can be coded to certain things. Um, there's also starter packs. You know, the, I think people can kind of get it. Mm-hmm. Um, but with me, I think it's you know, it's one of those things where like when you, 
when someone tries to put you in a box, you're like, I'm not in that box. You know, like you, you don't believe it. <laughs> not I'm not sure someone else out there, <laughs> someone the out there could, could make yeah. sense of it. That's what I um, say. And I, and you know, maybe it's because I think that the choices I make are so subversive that it's you know, it's it's, it's it can't be put in that They're box. Crazy. You know, it's like, you know, but I'm sure that the that the some box does does exist, and I think you know. Eventually, maybe someday it is just the Ethan box. Yeah. You know, I, 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 you know, my narcissism is believe that I truly am a little bit different. But I'm sure that someone, especially you know, like our friends who love to critique me, will probably be like, "You're not that different." Well, because so I, I can also say yeah. I feel like your style has gotten a little bit more consistent. I've like you still. That is true. You still do, like a wider variety of looks than like I do. Um, but at the same time, like, you know, I remember like when we first met, you would do a lot of things where it's like, oh yeah, I'm doing like modern today and then I'm going to do full vintage. And that at a certain point kind of got like blended. Um, and it's like, I mean, that's because I just like, that's because I had like the two separate out, like two separate closets at that point. Right. And And then, so now, now having the two together, but I feel like it's, you know, it's like the, even though like when you're, you're, when you're wearing a tie, it's very different than you know like oh this is a cool sexy like you know shirt unbuttoned to the navel you know kind of look but at the same oh, time yeah, yeah, it's yeah. like i can absolutely i mean i you know i know that it's the the same guy wearing both outfits but they you know they they look they have the same it's vibe the same i guess guy. it's it's just you know what i mean it's just like you can you look at yeah. that and you do see some sort of through line um i think maybe the biggest i don't know the biggest change is like the introduction of Safincore. Um, yeah, think, yeah was, was, did yeah. that have any like precedent before you watched the movie? Were you always? I guess you've always been into like the kind of like cool like villains look. You like the like Voldemort, yeah. Darth Vader, or whatever. <laughs> those two <laughs> I mean, guys. it's it's one of those things. Like I, you know, I think I kind of hinted at it with like the 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 casual Ethan episode, or I guess that episode we didn't do one on that, but it was a it was a blog post and. I did include some image, even though I didn't have it myself at the time, I did include some images, I believe, of, like, you know, people wearing slightly similar, you know, top bottoms, you know, and I feel like that kind of made a suit, you know, and I and I always thought of it as, like, you know, like a lounge suit, right? Like, mm-hmm. I think we've seen, like, um, like Scott Fraser, right? Yeah. Like, has, like, those, like, partner suits, like the shawl collar. I mean, you know, you have, like, the Bryceland's, you know, shawl collar, um, uh, like, jacket kind of, it's kind of like a smoking jacket but you know it's it's belted or whatever and i feel like there's this kind of precedent for like this robe or tunic but like worn with like pleated trousers and like loafers mm-hmm. and so i think Safincore was just kind of like yeah it, it was kind of an eruption from that and i feel like it's also kind of like my only way into like fashion like 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 more just like a fashion like a designer centric thing yeah. you know uh, I know a lot of a lot of menswear guys who are like, oh, I love designers. I love Ralph Lauren or Armani. I'm like, yeah, okay, like it's still a suit, but this is like, you know, I think this is with real. this, it's like it's 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 you know, it, it's a, more for me to appreciate like something that isn't tied inherently to like Americana. Yeah. I would say like this is a way for me to be like, well, I like like I've always said that I like menswear because of its design. I just I just inherently like how the three roll two sack jacket looks. I like how Port collar looks it's not just about oh i love that era and that's what they wore so therefore i have to wear this thing like i it's it's purely it's purely just aesthetics mm-hmm. but it's hard to get that across when it's just when it's menswear because it's it's so tight i mean even if i want to say it it doesn't stop people from going well yeah but you still look like you love swing dancing you know i'm yeah. like well I, it's not but I, you know but with saffron core it's like okay this is like fashion and so 
my way of my my love of Saffincore or whatever. I mean, it doesn't really exist. It's not a real thing, but it's it's my way of going. See, I can like things for its design, mm-hmm. and I think that the keen-eyed people. I mean, you guys know you guys were there when I was when I first did a picture. I'm like, damn, this looks sick as hell. Uh, it, it's proof that I think like, oh yeah, this guy just likes the way clothes are designed, and it's just these specific ideas. And of course, the slouchy silhouette is carried over uh, from both. Yeah. So that's that's kind of like yeah, that's the staff and core. It's fashion. I mean, it's I like fashion. clothes. I think I don't think it's it's not it's no secret to anyone that I like clothes. And I think yeah. that in terms of how my life or how things have pivoted, I think I've just been leaning further into that idea of just enjoying clothes. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, do you want to talk a little bit about, oh, sorry, MJ, did you have something? Oh, no, I was just going to say, I mean, um, I have our notes open here and Spencer kind yeah. of like did a, a better version of <laughs> the notes, which is good. <laughs> um, but we talked about it a little bit outside of the podcast talking about like how, how Ivy you are or how, uh, one inspiration you are or another, um, can you do you think you can boil boil down like yeah this the bullet is, points of so all some, all of your yeah. uh, style inspirations i mean so what's really funny this the reason i brought this one up um and i put some notes in it because uh someone randomly tagged me in the in the mfa discord <laughs> saying ethan's kind of trad right and people actually were like is he trad and i thought and i like they tagged me and i'm like i i don't personally think i'm trad but i definitely think that i like you know, like Spencer hinted at, like I, there's a lot of categorizations I have. It's never, it's never like a care. I mean, I think of them as a character sometimes, but it's never like, oh, today is like the art student, but he went to like he grew up in 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 uh, Connecticut or whatever. <laughs> you know, like I'm never yeah. that far. I do have a friend. Um, she does daily outfits, and then she does like like facts about this character. Like she just makes up stuff. Like oh, this listens to Mitski, but then goes to, you know, art school, but then works at, like, a Fortune 500 company. I feel like that's really funny. I think that kind of, like, just hints at the fact, my, my theory that people do know how to ca- categorize their looks and, and code things. Um, but for me, I don't think about it that hard. I never, like, think about it as, like a, like, a full thing, but it's just, like, today is Ivy, today is, like, trad, this mm-hmm. is rugged Ivy, this is preppy, um, Esquire man, this is Armani, this is you know, 80s, 90s, yuppie. Um, and, yeah, I mean, obviously the th- through line there is that it all involves, like, big slouchy tailoring of some sort. There's always a lot of browns in there, a lot of dramatic collars, a lot of abstract ties. Um, but, but yeah, I mean, there's 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 a lot of them there. So it's it's hard to, kind of, again, to go back to what Spencer was talking about. Like, it's hard to, for me to put myself into a box specifically because I think these looks do have, even though they come from the same wardrobe, they still yeah. have very different uh you know uh there's different like not rules but like different like themes within each one that i you know but i think it's it's been fun for me to kind of understand to kind of make those distinctions with the work that i have because i like you know i like a bunch of different ties i like you know i like solid knits i like tonal wool military ties i also like foulards but it's hard for me to think about a solid tie when it when it goes into like a escarman fit because he'd be wearing a foulard so it's like being able to have all these different disparate I- identities, not, maybe not even identities, just like these sub-genres, just lets me get the most out of my wardrobe. Mm-hmm. But just because you're tailoring doesn't mean I'm trad necessarily. Mm-hmm. I think the closest thing I've got, I, I've kind of like trying to figure out, figure out is that um, the the girls over at Nip Alumni said that they, they were debating for a brief second if I was a dandy or not. 
And okay. I think that that might be the closest, yeah. I think. I don't think I... And I think, like, a dandy is someone who, like, is really fussy about their appearance and just, you know, has takes a lot of pride in there. I think that makes sense. I don't think it matches, like, the stereotypical dandy of, like, very frou-frou, very, you know, I guess, well, it's like, when together. were those books published? Because you could probably say that there's a difference between how a quote-unquote dandy dressed in, like, you know, like, 2011 or whenever I Am Dandy came out versus now and like you know well i think even then we still got to cover that book it's, it's such a great book with mm-hmm. such great interviews with these cool people i mean a lot of them say that they're not dandies yeah. um and i think right like like the, the publisher was the one who said like hey we got to call it i am dandy because we got to get that word in there yeah but i think that when you look at it, i mean especially the ones that are that are like have been doing it for years like they there's a there's a good mix in there i think there's a lot of people who are ostentatious um you know, like they're like boulevardiers, like, you know, they're like, they're like descendants of some rich thing. Yeah. There's also a lot of people in there who are like a little bit more trad, you know, I think so. Like, like, like Dandy Wellington obviously is like a good example of, of a very uh, flamboyant dresser who is so, it's so good. And then you have other people like Mike, I think Mike Davis is in there or like a Michael Har, who's a barber who does more like Esquire man, maybe like, like, you know, more sensible boardwalk empire, 1920s fits, you mm-hmm. know? And I feel like that, and it's hard for me to look at, like, uh, clearly they're both, like, dandies in the sense of, like, again, a lot of pride in their appearance, making a bold statement. But in terms of, like, Flash, I would, like, like overall Flash, I think Dandy Wellington, literally by the name and wearing, like, purple pants with, like, a velvet jacket, kind of fits that more. Yeah. But if we're, again, looking at it from, like, the modern era, I think that, like, you know, any person who dresses up kind of fits. And so I think that's what would work for me. You know, it might be fun to I, I feel like sorry, Dandy Wellington. I was just thinking about yeah, him I think again. I mean, there was one time where he I follow him on TikTok now, and he yeah. was saying like he had these pants and they looked like you know, like 50s gabardine, you know, trousers because they were like purple or peach or whatever, you know, Hollywood waste. And I'm like, that's so cool. And he's been doing this for years. I'm like, oh, he, he must have bought these like you know, when, when vintage was still cheap. Mm-hmm. But he's like, he had them custom made. I'm like, hmm. who the hell's the tailor, bro? Like, I want to know. Where you get the mill for like again purple gabardine yeah. and who the hell made them like that? Because that's that's so awesome. Uh, but again, I know New Yorkers love to gatekeep because it makes sense. I feel like over there it makes sense where like you find your own barbershop. Like I don't want anyone to ruin this. I get it. Mm-hmm. But here in LA, when you're like, I feel like we don't. And plus, we're not the three of us. We're not gatekeepers in that sense. Um, but to go back to the to the MJ's question, I know it's a little bit roundabout, but like. I think currently, I feel like it's just just Ethan's style. I feel like Ethan is just like that. Just means like you're everything, you know, uh, within this wardrobe of slouchiness. And again, a lot of the changes just have to do with how you button your shirt, what pattern is on your shirt, and what pattern is on your tie. Mm-hmm. Maybe the inclusion of casual pants like milsurp or flares plays a little bit. But in terms of suiting, I can go into a lot of different stuff just by changing the shirt and tie combination. Um, and so it really is just that because I, I think a lot of guys who are in boxes have like one look right there's like there's like ivy guys like mark cho has some ivy but he's still like the kind of continental classic whatever mm-hmm. like the classic menswear thing is like you know so that's yeah it's kind of hard for me to put i don't you know i, don't, I think it's just it's just me like you know like it's, it's like asking john williams what's your style but like john williams has done like a jungle score he's also done like jazz he's also done star wars it's kind of hard to ask him what that is i think it's just it's a mentality it's an approach you know to writing music I think you could maybe see, like, like in terms of, like, an overall genre, cl- clearly, cl- you know, classical-inspired, symphonic, 
you know, maybe romantic, you know, whatever, mo- some modern techniques. But the, again, the more we say different things, the less it's like, the less it's in the box, right? Yeah. It's, just, it's just John Williams, right? Johnny so W. That's just kind of how I, I think about things. JW. Um, JW. And speaking of, this is something you kind of talked about, but going, you know, back to the, the vintage stuff, I would kind of like to ask about... Uh, how that's yeah. like influenced your style today um because i don't i don't think that you i mean you said this a little bit but I, I i don't imagine that when you get dressed you're like it's like well today i'm gonna be dressing like it's like you know 1944 or something but um a lot of times because you happen to be you're wearing high-waisted you know wide leg pants and vintage ties and spear point shirts which are just things that you like uh it ends up yeah, kind of looking it just happens like that. looking like that yeah yeah, so, I mean, that happens way more if I'm wearing, like, a swing tie, which is so rare. But, like, the one day I'm like, oh, maybe I'll wear, like, this kind of crazy tie. I'm like, damn, this is pretty. This is pretty mm-hmm. 1947 or something. Yeah. But, yeah, do you want to no, talk I, a little bit yeah. more about the uh, kind of, like, influence that Vintage had and maybe, yeah. like, the education that you get from that? Yeah, I mean, I mean, people can listen to the whole to the whole archive or, or maybe even my, my earlier interviews with, uh, like, like Sven or like the modest man or like I guess the 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 one with the article style is kind of gone now because uh, they've revamped the site but yeah I mean obviously for people who know like I really love vintage I really love Esquire man and 1930s 1940s clothing and today since as, as like Spencer said like since it's just a, an iconic part of my design my design taste in clothing things just kind of look like that um I I will say I think some days like you know it does just look more like that because of the of the tie choice and maybe like you know um like full suits i think tend to maybe look a little bit more period because like it's a whole thing but like when when you have separate like that's like the kind of the joy of being trad i guess it's like you just look kind of vintage no matter what i mean ivy in extension was kind of like like when i wanted to like have the more modern looks or kind of get the more 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 use out of other stuff I kind of slipped into Ivy because because of that reason. Like, it still looks old. It still has these ideas that I like, but, you know, maybe it's not too out there. And then I've kind of, like, come back to, like, a pre, to, to just doing full fits. I mean, the difference there is just the silhouette in general, obviously. Um, but, yeah, vintage, it's just, it's just interesting to me because I feel like, especially now where we there is no, like, new culture. I know we've kind of hinted at that conversation a little bit. Like, we're a uh, uh, static culture. And, you know, there's no innovation. Um but, you know, as someone who just, like, looks to the past for the stuff that I like, it just makes sense to just continually draw inspiration from there. And then maybe maybe back into modern or contemporary things by updating, like, one item of it, you know, mm-hmm. or, or you know, doing something with jeans instead. Um, but to that point, though, I feel like, you know, by sticking with these boxes or these categories I put myself in and, and doing it even more, instead of um, blending them completely, I think has been a much more interesting development for my style i say that because before i would maybe do like escar man up top and then wear it with jeans and loafers and i would say oh maybe like this is like drake's-esque right but then i as i've gotten older now um and you know kind of like more honed in my style i wouldn't wear a collar bar with jeans you know like i feel like i'm not i'm not that kind of guy i'm not, I'm not trying to like to modernize this thing I, if i'm gonna wear a collar bar i'm just gonna go full esquire man or full mm. 40s or full trad you know or ralph lauren whatever that is and so um, but they have vintage, I think, I think maybe now, yeah, it's just, just even more about like, Hey, I'm just going to do that look now. I'm just going full send and it just yeah. happens to be, it's just, it's just more vintage. Um, but 
yeah, that's that's kind of how I see it now. I mean, it's it's always gonna be there. I I still look at old photos. I get more inspiration from that than like a picture of Ethan Newton. Even though Ethan Newton's been great, I think I it's definitely been great, you folks. Know, yeah, I mean, yeah, you guys know I were I mean I I were a time more than ever. Yeah. After the pandemic, which is crazy because a lot of people have like stopped doing that. So. Um. I mean, one thing that I've always thought was kind of funny is, like, you know, like I, like I said, even though you're not consciously doing, like, oh, this is, like, a true vintage, like, full, you know, vintage look, um, a lot of times it still just ends up, yeah, looking like it's, like, 1939 or something. But at the same time, yeah. uh, the way that you interact with and engage with the menswear community is very contemporary, I guess. Like, we've, you know, we've talked about the controversial topic of cosplay and Disney Bound and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. And I yeah, don't think yeah, there's yeah. really... I, I don't think a lot of other menswear writers or menswear people would like to say that their outfits are either of those things. Um, <laughs> and then you're, like, you know, obviously you're a lot more engaged with, like, TikTok and stuff like that. So... I don't know, like what? What's yeah? About social media, <laughs> like social media, and just like just like yeah, it's like what? What do you think that well, I don't know? Do you think there's a disconnect there, like between it's like oh, you're dressing very <laughs> like mid twentieth century, but you have a very twenty first century way, uh, like you know, of thinking about these things. It, well, it's funny because you know, like like people like Dandy Wellington, like I mean, like they they're like. I wouldn't say they're in, I guess they are influential, they're like figureheads, right? But mm-hmm. they've been on, like, they've been famous on TikTok, uh, Instagram before I even started the blog, right? Like, they were big guys. And then now, of For course, you. they've done stuff. Even that, even that guy, uh, like, was it Pinset, right? Nick, is that yeah, Nicholas yeah, the, the guy who does the, the, uh, the Regency? Not, yeah, not Edwardian Regency yeah, the, stuff. Yeah. Um, and, you know, and I think he's, you know, he's he's very savvy on TikTok. I think he's, he's really cool. Um, and I, I think, you know, I don't. I don't mean this to get a little bit to be a little bit social commentary, but I feel like there is something about about like marginalized communities, where like you know minority communities, like 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 queer people. Um, I know that I think Nicholas is 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 queer, mm-hmm. um, and you know I guess I'm I'm a I'm a cis het guy, but I'm you know I'm, I'm Asian. There is this kind of proclivity for like these group communities to to use the internet. I think you know to to find their community and to kind of find a voice because in real life they don't have that. I'm again. I'm very privileged. It's not like I. I went to a, I went to school in a predominantly Asian area. There wasn't a lot of Filipino people in there. If I went to Glendale, they'd be different, uh, mm-hmm. as MJ knows. Um, but I feel like it just kind of makes sense. And you know, and because I, I don't. I don't think that it's just like a generational thing. I think that you know, like I mean, I'm younger. I mean, and Derek Guy, I, I think, is Asian. Also, I don't know if he used it in that way. He's he's you know maybe a couple like, maybe like a decade older than me or whatever. But as I've been looking back and I, I read that book about fandom or fangirls and how fangirls have to shape the internet. And I know that you guys haven't read it yet because I'm currently in the process of writing. I'm writing this essay in response to it about about fandom. People mm-hmm. who are listening to this will be able to read it because it'll be out before then. But, you know, there's something about the, the One Direction fandom hmm. being like just it's it's so big, right? It kind of like a, was a precursor to like K-pop stands or it kind of came out like, like right before that all things happened. And K-pop, One Direction, all this kind of stuff. Fandom is so expansive, you know, and what was interesting about it is even though it is a commercial American thing, maybe not K-pop, but One Direction, the fans of it were everything. Like, it wasn't just, like, white teenagers. It was, like, adults. It mm-hmm. was it was black people. It was queer people. Kind of defined the idea that a commercialized thing like One Direction is not for teen, white women, uh, just teen, teenagers. It, it, it spans a- across all ages all 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 um cohorts etc 
And so their ability to do that, and you know, of course, through the internet, right? One Direction was kind of like at the forefront of Instagram when TikTok was taking off at the at the beginnings of Tumblr, all that kind of stuff. And so I bring that up because that's kind of how I found out about menswear, you know, through Tumblr. Like I in my in my essay, I was I was talking about or I talked about how seeing seeing that kind of come up, seeing the Mad Men gifts, seeing like the 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 fan cams essentially of like yeah. of George Raft or like <laughs> Jimmy Stewart that like you know these like you know, witchy vintage girls would post, like seeing all that come up on my feed in addition to, uh, you know, Disney bounding and, and all, like my feed is just crazy. Like the like fandom stuff, mm-hmm. it kind of made menswear feel like a fandom, even though like that's probably not how people would want to see it. Like to me, the way it looked at it, the way it came to me was through fandom and through like very chaotic Tumblr, <laughs> you know, kind of stuff, you know? Yeah. And then I backed into the whole style forum and, 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 um, uh, Fedora Lounge afterward because I'm like, okay, well, these blogs that are reposting this stuff, they're also posting other stuff. Where do I find more of this thing? I got to find this. And I'm like, and then clearly I'm like, okay, well, this is like not my people um, to, in, to a certain extent, right? Like we're not, we're not approaching life the same way. And so of course now that kind of carries over into social media and being again, a younger guy being Asian, you know, who made YouTube vlogs that didn't go anywhere but they're making <laughs> silly videos like just being connected to the internet i think is such a big thing mm-hmm. and sometimes when i talk to the to the mentor people it's like yeah they, if you know some of them are older so maybe they just they just didn't have that but like you know in our free time and i'm sure it's meant to you're like this too even if you're not asian like we spend a lot of time on the internet and so being able to be you know to see the stuff that we like on there would definitely have an effect on us today and yeah. so it, it's so natural to me I mean, maybe that makes me more of a gen z than a millennial even though i am born in a millennial sense but like you're you, you know just, it's it a makes, younger like, millennial it's, you're on the cusp yeah, yeah. the, the in yeah, between the generation 90. right yeah and so you know yeah and i know uh because of that it makes my vocabulary and my the way i approach things just to be from that from that lens but i know it, it can't it can't just be me and i feel like mj is a good example of that you know um I, it's like if if it wasn't me, maybe it would have been someone else who would have made these these connections. Yeah. Um, but maybe people aren't as obsessive as I am. I, I think I, so, there's a lot of Disney bounders who don't <laughs> like. In my head, I, I I appreciate Disney bounding, but sometimes in my head, I'm like, if you like fashion that much, why don't we just keep just going? The there's fashion. more interesting ways. Well, because like 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 there's a bunch of TikTokers who like dress up like a character in a way that's like a little bit cooler than like just wearing red pants and a black shirt to be Mickey Mouse, you know. Mm-hmm. But you know, I I get it. So it's it's like you know. If if Disneyland became a thing today, as opposed to like you know ten years ago with Tumblr, maybe people would like It'd it be different. more. You know, I don't know. I don't know. But yeah, I, yeah, I, I, I love the internet. I use it a lot. Yeah, I didn't mention Tumblr because I didn't think of it. But I yeah, I think I don't know. Are there any other menswear guys that were really plugged into the Tumblr fandom community <laughs> like back in the I day? I don't think so. I don't think so. Yeah, I, I mean, think that is a big th- difference between you and yeah other people. Just that that kind of influence coming up because based on based on what i when i heard like interviews with mark cho or like ethan newton who you know became tumblr famous during the hashtag menswear era um they just saw it as a place to like dump their photos yeah. like they, they used they used tumblr before they used instagram no yeah they weren't and looking so it at was, super was, hulak posts or whatever they were they were on yeah. fuck your fuck yeah menswear <laughs> I mean, it, it was like, you know, like what happened to like, you know, like, like the TikTok and nowadays TikTok is all like influencer stuff and like, you know, but like before it was, it was, it was like, you know, it was like Vine. It was, it was chaotic Tumblr, but with videos again, you know, and it's so funny. Like I wasn't there for Musical.ly, but I was there at TikTok during the beginning of it. And yeah. I would just post, I, I haven't 
really changed how I post, and I still post my random stuff where like I film Spencer saying something random, and I just I just upload that random video. Mm-hmm. Like one of my first TikToks is like it's we're at Disneyland, Whoa. and it's you going going up to the Excalibur thing and in front of the in front of the the uh, the merry-go-round, and you're like. Guess don't, I guess it don't work, and and that went like kind of viral in like 2019. Like it yeah. was like it was like you know maybe like like 10,000 views or whatever. But like like that stuff we don't have that anymore, you know. And so yeah, I think you know menswear guys don't really don't really do that. Um, and I think also the fashion people who did start off with Super Hulak ended up doing a little bit more of like fashiony stuff, you know. Like I yeah. think that they because those people will kind of be maybe a bit more like edgy, like they're kind of like gothy or like punk, and then they get into like. You know, uh, um, Tanner Dean on mm-hmm. on TikTok, cool guy. Um, you know, he was like a super hula kind of a guy. You know, he's he went to like a Christian university. He's like a skinny white guy who had Tumblr, and then now he wears like Bodie and Rick. And it's like it just kind of like that's like the natural progression of like an internet Tumblr guy who gets into fashion. But well, for I was going to say, uh, in the, in the right well, sorry about sorry, but it's like no. Um... I, well, I'm blanking on the name, so I apologize. But we have someone in our Discord who is a cause, literally like a cosplayer, right? Who like makes their own cosplays, like their own clothes. Uh, he's not in the Discord, but he is. A, he does follow us, and I that's think we right. follow him. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I like his style a lot, and I think that is. That's always something I've been kind of surprised about. Is like, you know, if you're if you are a dedicated cosplayer, it's like yeah, you'll pr- you'll probably have a pretty good idea of how clothes should fit your body and stuff like that you might have uh, practical experience making clothes which he does um but oh, there's so uh, many sorry it's 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 cameron right cameron that's right yeah, yeah. Cameron. thanks I, cameron. I off the top of my head i only know the handle but well thank you for know. knowing the handle uh what is his handle yeah a uh, sort of morrigan Cam- there you go sort, sort of, of morrigan, morrigan. Yeah. but anyway you know it's like there uh, if you're if you're really into cosplay like chances are you're going to be doing a character that is like you know uh, a character from the you know from the past like you know in a period piece or something, um, yeah. and a lot of times I see the cosplayers that just do like one to one exactly like what the the drawing is or whatever. So it's like, but it's like I, I I've always you know I've thought of it's like why aren't there more cosplayers like this guy who's like no I'm gonna figure out like what this character like really would have been wearing in like nineteen you know whatever. Um, and put that together but anyway um yeah i wonder i just it's it is kind of weird that there's not more people who are into cosplay which this, is again this such is like how a i feel about a lot like, of clothing things. thing and then just like yeah. like good just fashion <laughs> yeah like not even like classic menswear i mean i think i mean but... i think it's because like uh, you know if we if we want to use my theories on like you know how different people approach things I feel like cosplay sometimes they just in name only, right? yeah. Like you know, or it's like, like I not... guess I guess they they think I don't know. I've seen be, like people. I'm not trying to b- paint a broad brush and make fun of cosplayers, but <laughs> I have seen a lot of cosplayers who it seems like you know it's like an escape. I guess it's like oh I'm no longer this person. I'm now you know whatever character I'm dressed up as, uh, and so maybe it's like well I can't do that every day because I'm not a character. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean, yeah. It's all about like some people like it for the clothes, some people like it for the character. I think mm-hmm. that's that's the whole thing with cosplay. 
Um, but I mean, on that note of like, you know, just going deeper, I'm like, there's sometimes where people like they try and write like John Williams, yeah. and not to say that I can't either. I feel like I'm not, I'm not that, I'm not that good, and I'm not classically trained. But like, just because you use the force theme doesn't make you John Williams. You know what I mean? Like, there's like there's a whole there's a whole other techniques that you should be leveraging. You know, mm-hmm. like you can't, like, it's like it's like you can't put on a tie and so you'd be like, well, I'm Ralph Lauren. Like, well, Ralph Lauren has very specific styling. You know, it's not, you know, but uh, yeah. But yeah, so. Uh, MJ, do you have anything else? I have a couple more questions, but if you want to um, ask anything is, else. Are, are, do they segue well from from this? Because um, I feel like the next part might be a little bit of a pivot. We can change it up. Change, yeah, it, up, change it up, MJ. Ask me Let's, something. Yeah. Oh. Uh, well, this is a uh, shout-out to Dan. Um, we said at the beginning for mm-hmm. like yeah. his questions help. But um, if you want to talk a little bit about your expression and uh, how you want other people to perceive you or if if you even want you know them to perceive you do you want to uh, be perceived yeah what are you what are you communicating with uh the clothes you pick yeah um, do, I mean, do you get feedback from it and if are are they right good like you know is it is it yeah, something yeah. that you wanted to hear or is it completely the other way well you know this is something off the dome guys i i didn't First off, I didn't really look through these because I wanted to be surprised how, exactly. uh, how they answered this, uh, how, how they asked me the questions. But uh, I did, you know, kind of put in some thoughts. Sorry to help MJ and, and Spencer put in some stuff that I, I thought would be good to talk about. But this was this was a really good one. And again, shout out Dan. I think that that interview, that, that blog post he did was really good. Um, off the Dome, I think of it almost like a reference, like a, like a joke that we do. You know, it's kind of like, I mean... People assume that people, you know, talk to us. I think maybe that happened a lot more when we were younger, especially like a Dapper Day when Spencer and I were like fucking 18, 19 years old. But I'm I'm 28 now, you know. I, oh boy, uh, you know, approaching the grave. Um, but I feel that. like now it's, it's like the whole thing with, with, that, with that Jesse Thorne said, like as the, more, the older you get, you're like, you're not a, you're not a young guy wearing a suit. You're a guy wearing a suit. So yeah. the, the novelty is gone. Yeah. And so I don't actually get a lot of comments, not anymore. Um, I think now with with TikTok making fashion super big with with Albert and guys like Mark, or I guess not with Mark, but like like Nolan and all these guys, other TikTok guys making Simon uh, making men's classic menswear a little bit more accessible, and the ideas of it kind of proliferate. I'm not interesting anymore. I'm not. I'm not novel. Not so people don't anymore. have to. People, people don't comment on it yeah. um, as much. Or, or and also, it, it's it's more accepted to be into fashion. So people don't mm. really ask, "Oh, why are you so dressed up?" It's now it's just, "Oh, cool fit," you know, which is really great. Um, uh-huh. But in terms of the reference, it's like it's like, I I think I know that people just think I'm wearing a suit because it's formal. I also think that people can glean that I there's a little bit more going on, and so as like a scott ackerman joke like a setup to a joke it's almost like if they say some words and i'm like i want them to say like if they get there it's like oh good they got it you know it's like it's like when i went to an asian american thing and it was at a david it was at a bar it was not the david it was the bowling alley below it um but i was i was up there and i was wearing you know like flared jeans and like a um it was like my going my friday night outfit um you know flared jeans a work shirt and a um uh, my fringe jacket and I was just like talking to a guy or who was ordering. I, I was ordering nachos and he was putting away his nachos because he was done. And, he, and he's like, oh, I love your fit. And I go and he's like, oh, like, oh, yeah, thanks, man. And this guy was wearing like, 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 you know, like exercise clothing. Or, and he's like not like not he's wearing like shorts and a T-shirt. It's not it wasn't like he was a, a gym guy. He was just a regular guy. Yeah. And he says, yeah, it looks like it looks like you like, you know, like you're dressed up to like go out. And I'm like, 
You, you said you said the you said the magic <laughs> words, baby. Like that's yeah. it. Where do you think and we so, are, bro? Yeah, I think I think it's a little bit there about like if someone does comment like like publicly, I think that they like they kind of get something from it. Um, and in that trad conversation and the Discord, like people said, like oh well, Ethan has a little bit more, like it seems like a bit more artsy or sla- I mean, I, and I use the word slouchy a lot. And so, I think I think people do get it. I mean, I think it helps that I have my hands in my pockets all the time. I, I'm slouching over. I think that kind of help. I'm not like. Have you guys seen that that the guy on TikTok? I know that they they brought him up in the Nymphet Alumni Dandy episode, but it's like this kid who talks like Frank Sinatra. He's like, he's like he must be like a freshman in college, and uh-huh. he's all like, he's like, hey guys and gals, here's oh, here's my my that. outfit for the day, and he has like these like affectations, and I think he's a, he's a he's a charming kid. I think it's really fun to he's see him so have charming. fun with his outfits, but like. I'm not. I'm not doing some. You know, like I'm not like uh, you know doing all this stuff. Hey, hey, hey. I'm just kind of like. I do that. I'm, kind of, like, I'm, I'm always kind of slashing. Hey, hey, hey. I mean, it's one of those things. Like I want to fade into. I want to act like I'm fading into the background, but I know that that's impossible because I'm like fucking wearing a fedora in a coffee shop. Like I totally yeah, get it. Yeah. But it's like, you know, like the hope is that it looks. I mean. Maybe not the hope, but like I don't, I don't want to look. Like I'm time traveling, but I want that idea to be that like, oh, it's like a ghost. Like he's, ghost. he's, he's in the place he always was there. So you want people like, to it, get it's scared just... when they see yeah. you. <laughs> I just want, I just want people to be like, like it's just so natural. Like I'm not like, like I'm not gonna walk up. I mean, I guess a ghost would technically use old slang if he was from that era. So I guess yeah. maybe that's not the right way. But I think that yeah, I'm just trying to communicate like, I'm just wearing these clothes. You know what I mean? Like this is what I put on today. Hmm. Um. This is just what, and it happens to be a suit and tie. I think if people read it as formal, that's cool. But I think over repeated times, the more you get to know me, like like a new friend would, um, you'll know. Okay, well, wow, that 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 wasn't Ethan all dressed up. You know what I mean? Like mm. like 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 you'll see me in a suit every day, and then you see me in a tuxedo. Like oh, so now now you're fancy. Yeah. Before you were just this, and so, and if people don't get that off the bat, it doesn't mean anything to me. Like it like it doesn't affect me. You know yeah. what I mean? Like there's no. Like I'm not, I'm not dating. Like that's mm-hmm. that's kind of like, if I was still single now, I, looking back, maybe I'd make different choices or maybe I would, curate a little. I don't know. I mean, but it's also like again because of because of fashion TikTok and everything. I think, I I wouldn't have had to to do that. And I think next next year we're we're planning on talking about like dating and like date outfits because I think that's kind of a fun topic that we haven't really talked about because that's a very external, uh reason to get dressed or at least the, uh, the the perceptions matter a little bit more on that front um but in terms of like everyday interaction I, i'm like i'm like totally fine me like i'm not i don't have to worry about someone thinking i'm weird because i already <laughs> am weird yeah and it's you know uh, like i don't like weird is just like, a setting uh, on a no it's weird is not a setting on a dry <laughs> how do you want to dry your clothes more weird more low or weird? <laughs> like 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 this sleeve is dry but this sleeve is <laughs> not like it's just fucking there fuck should up. be a, yeah there should be a normal like, setting and a weird setting that or would like, be the most expensive or like on a dryer one ever. weird yeah. is on a dryer actually it shrinks different parts <laughs> exactly of so you have it's like wait why is this one sleeve so small yeah. Oh man. Um, but uh, I think to kind of go back to some of the other uh, topics that we've talked about is like I I feel like I not that I don't care what other people think, but I think it's like I just care more that what I'm putting out there now, and I, I think it's like if people I mean obviously if someone says hey man you look like you look like shit of course it's gonna hurt my feelings a little bit like I'm not gonna get sad but it's uh, uh, get too um get, I'm not gonna be happy about it but um 
it's fine. Like, I, it, it's totally, like, it, it's just cool. And I think that the more, you, the cool thing about social media is that the more you put out there, I think, that, you know, I think a lot of people, like, try and be different. People, like, you know, they have different personas. I think I'm the same on social media. I talk, I talk the same way, you know, like, I, I, I type, like, blog posts look like my captions on Instagram just longer or maybe vice versa, you know. Um, and so, like, my thing um, about it is not, I don't want to be misunderstood. Obviously, I think no one wants to be misunderstood. So the more you put out there, the more clarification you can give other people, you know. And, and, and if people don't get it, it's like, well, you just didn't see this. You know, like, like hey, man, re- catch up on the reading a little bit, yeah. you know. Mm. Obviously, you can't do that to a stranger get, who get with not the lore, on social man. media. But, but, yeah, I mean, it's, it's like, why not? Like, just, it's, yeah, it, it's fine. It, I mean, it's so fine. far, if someone, if someone was like, I'd never hire that guy, I'm like, <laughs> okay, that's fine. Like, I'm not, I'm, 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 no. I'm you know, or if, if, if an ABG or, or, or someone wearing full Rick is like, I would never date that guy wearing a suit. That's fine. Like, I, it's not it's not the end of the world for me. So, I mean, I, again, I'm, I'm not single anymore. So maybe my tune would be different if I was actively dating. Please, Rick lady, please. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Rick lady, That kind of helps answer that. Rick lady. Um, That's actually. I also, I mean, I do, I do, I do pick clothes based on what I'm doing that day. Or I, I or alternatively, I make my day fit what I'm doing that day. You mm. know what I'm saying? Like, I, because, I mean, who do you guys know what you do every day? You don't, right? I feel I like, so it's like. I'm like, hey, if I'm like, oh, free this evening, maybe I'll have a cocktail because I'm wearing like, if I'm wearing a suit, like you know, Armani or like, oh, maybe this feels like a cocktail night, or if it's like something a little bit cozier, like maybe I get like boba, probably, you know, I kind of like, so much of life, we have so much control over our lives, like why not just, you know, make stuff happen, you mm-hmm. know? And again, this is very, I'm very privileged to work from home in that regard, but, but that's that's one of the things too. It's like you know, I kind of just. I try not to be out of place because I have the ability to make myself not out of place. You know, I'm not going to go to a, I'm never like, Hey, I'm going to go to the gym, but I'm going to wear my suit. You know, like <laughs> that's not, I, I can say no yeah. or I can change or I can go tomorrow, man. Like, come on. There's so many things you can do. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, yeah, I like, um, I know. I like that. I feel like I, 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 I think I kind of go the opposite way where it's like I try to it's not that it's like oh I always know what I'm doing but if I do know one thing I'm doing I dress for that um, but I think as I've said before I like you know I was a boy scout I'm always being prepared so I like just wearing kind of good like all around you know this could do anything kind of outfits yeah yeah I mean I feel yeah. like I mean we do that I feel yeah. like to an extent yeah uh, I was going to say that yeah. uh, I feel like the three of us, even with like how fashiony we are, we make the whole closet work anyways. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, Ethan wears tuxedo just out. So it's like... To be fair, I'll do it to an event too. I'm not going to wear it during the daytime. I try not... Like, I'm sure. not going to... I'm not that crazy. Okay? Yeah, but, <laughs> but, you'll, but you'll wear it to like... Oh, to, yeah. To like yeah. Ha- just hang out. Like I mean, yeah. like we're hanging out like at somewhere after like, afterward. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's still th- there's always a reason, right? I'm not I'm not, I'm not wearing a tuxedo just to get boba. Like, to be clear yeah. to people listening, I'm not I'm not crazy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I'm saying I'm like, not if you, crazy. If you know the lore, <laughs> it all makes sense. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Um, uh, but I know we did a whole ep- next. I know we did a whole episode on, <laughs> next on on trends. Yeah. Um. But do you want to talk a little bit more about uh, just get into like you my know, relationship briefly, with yeah, trends? Yeah, how you deal with trends? Because I will say 
you know, as we talked about in the episode, we both uh, are susceptible, I guess. But I also, yeah, I also think that you. It's have about that... influence, right? It's about like where you get something that you haven't done before. But I think you do kind of have. I don't know if it's contrarian <laughs> tendencies, but I feel like you just don't want you don't like being like everyone else. I guess. Um, yeah, I think that that's. Val- I mean, the the thing that always comes up here is that I, I. If everyone was dressing like me, I do wonder if I was doing if I would make different changes. But the thing is, I, I truly feel like people don't. Yeah, I think that I think that some of my outfits, I think there's something similar there. You know, like I think, um, you know, like like the rugged ivy or I mean, I guess like like wearing merch or with like a flared jeans. I feel like that makes sense. But like sometimes that is me trying to be contemporary. You know what I mean? Like I think that like that's me wanting to do something that 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 kind of fits in but in my own way like i'm wearing my band t-shirts my john williams my star wars tees instead of i don't know like a mega death t-shirt or like a fucking or wearing uh i don't know like 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 a like a like a grateful dead tee you know like i i want to do my way of doing it um but so but like with with tailoring it's it's still like yeah people still don't dress like me like people like yeah there's long collars but people are wearing it with like solid knit ties and like tonal suits as opposed to like a check jacket with a collar, but like, you know what I mean? And the closest thing we have maybe is like Ralph or period dressers. Mm-hmm. And I find more camaraderie with that, but that's not really what regular people tend to wear. You know, it's, it's not really trending in that sense. Um, but I, yeah, I think I'm, I'm definitely, as we talked about, susceptible to trends. I think I like uh, leveraging them when I, again, I want to, to be more contemporary when I want to take a break from Esquire man, but it, it's also my way of connecting with the world and um but a lot of it is kind of just our stuff coming back around yeah. i feel like you know like the wide leg pants um wide leg and high pants. rise coming back that's right it's in it's we're in. we've but been then, right course, this but, whole time yeah but so, the thing so is when people do it curve, right? yeah. they wear it with 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 wife pleasers you know rib tanks and like a trucker hat so it's like even then they're still not doing it so like I'm not. I'm not gonna just pivot my own style just to fit that. Just because my pants are like, yeah. I'm. I'm not into this just because of the trend. I'm into this because of the whole damn look of the Esquire man, or or specifically the spear point collars with the with the extended jacket, etc. Mm-hmm. All of these design details that make the whole. It's not just about one thing. Um, I still haven't gotten the whole thing of oh man, you hey you look like you you read Edgy Albert or whatever. Like that hasn't happened <laughs> to me yet because because I think my style is different enough to like. So for people to know, okay, he's just he's either always been doing that or he's doing something totally different. Yeah, you know. Um, but again, I like we said in the trend episode. I don't I don't hate trends. I, I think I, I enjoy them more now because it's just close to what I actually wear, mm-hmm. and so it's it's not really a big deal. It's just more like, oh hey, I do that, or hey that that seems close to me. Like I think I definitely started wearing my merch T-shirts more or started collecting them the more I saw merch people wear them because I wanted to be like, hey, you know what? I, I like Star Wars. And I want to wear it. But then mm. I was like, well, it's also got to be good merch. And, you know, we got to thank Uniqlo. Shout out Uniqlo for some good uh, <laughs> merch t-shirts that are not. Why, why is that? You, I mean, it makes sense. Fashion brand versus uh, Target. Brand. Or like or like at, at like Disneyland where like the t-shirts, the, the Star Wars t-shirts at Disneyland are like the worst Star Wars t-shirts or <laughs> yeah. the worst t-shirts of all time. Well, but like at the, least when you have like Disney-fication a Disneyfication of Star Wars. Or like Hot Topic shirts, well, you know, the, the they're, they're thing, better. The other thing about like t-shirts at like Disneyland or like fucking like any theme park or like, you know, merch place or whatever is it's like yeah. it feels like it's made of fucking like crepe paper you know it's just like yeah well it's because it's, it's so all that bad. heathered cotton yeah. or whatever yeah. i mean it's sometimes um, it's not even full cotton it's like it's like 80 20 or like yeah it's it's gross. a brand so it's like bad um yeah 
really quick, I don't know if this is kind of a diversion or tan- tangent, but I figure we can end, do, spend the tangent next like, the uh, 15, 20 minutes talking yeah. about uh, the fu- your future. But really you, quick, uh, going back to like social media and TikTok, the other yeah. online fashion community that I've been seeing a lot more of recently that um, I don't know, I don't think we have much in common with, but I'm kind of curious if you've seen it and if you have any thoughts on this, are the, the people that are really into d- designers and like couture stuff. Uh, and I'm not saying anything bad about these people. I'm just, again, saying that I don't think this is how we think. But it's like you see the videos of them looking at, like, runways, and they're, guess- they- they're naming every designer in year. Um, uh, I think I've seen a couple of that. That's kind of crazy, actually. Yeah, do you think you have it? Do, do you think you have anything in common with that kind of, like... I don't, like, what, it's, like, just obsessive, I mean, like, you know, like, I need to yeah, know yeah. The, the, you know, every designer and stuff like that. I don't know. I mean, I mean, this is like we're not we're not like this, right? Like, I think you know, you know, give all credit for like you know to to like Mark Mark Chevalli and everything who is able to kind of do this with vintage designers, right? With like, oh, that's a Sulka, that's a Oviats or whatever. Uh, mm-hmm. I know I'm not into it that that far because I it's it's not it's not about it's not about designers, right? It's not about it's not about like oh, I need every Macintosh suit from this era. I need every Palm Beach tie. That that exists. I was about to say that, by the way. I just <laughs> got a video about that. Um, but but I do think. I mean, we have our own version of that. You know, where it's like, I mean, who else during movies is like going to be like, that's a belt back. You know, yeah. or like that's a look at that spear point, right? Yeah. Like, I think I think we do have it. But like, w- w- I think like with my writing lately has been about expression. I think I've been trying to just hint at like we we are we're just gathering. The vibes, mm-hmm. basically, right? Like we're, we're and, and like aesthetic designs as opposed to a certain designer. I think um, if if we had backed into menswear, which a lot of people kind of do from streetwear, from designer clothing, I think it would make sense. Like, oh, I want the Ralph Fall twenty uh, Fall Fall nineteen ninety seven jacket, you know? Or even even now, I think in our Discord, a guy was like, "Hey, how do I find this like Spear McKay jacket from twenty seventeen?" I'm like. Or you know, I don't know. Like yeah. that's crazy. like just find another brown jacket, bro. Like just it's easy, you know. But it's like I, I, it's it's just interesting to me because um, and this is why I like the Disney bound connotation because it's it's about just creating that character. Like, like you don't know what what specific pants Mickey Mouse is wearing. You got to find your own red pants to do this, right? And so, but you'll also know that Mickey Mouse has like gold buttons on his pants, so you can't just wear any, right? So it's about the design of that particular thing, and I think maybe the. The reason why people get hyper fixated on the designers because sometimes in that realm that designer made that one thing that you can't get anywhere else so i get i get that and maybe for us because it's it's menswear it's a bit more general so it's like if only one company made the rolling bell curve looking a bell shape not bell curve uh uh ocbd maybe we'd be like oh that's the brooks like you know i mean yeah. people do do this like, oh that's a brooks 80s one not a brooks 2000s one you know so we, do, I mean, we yeah, I guess, yeah, we do kind of do that. Yeah. I mean, there's just no you know? online game. There's no, like, fashion <laughs> runway guesser for classic men's. There work. is a game where you have to guess the year of the photo when it was taken. I think we, oh, should, we should do that. that. We should do that. That's a stream. That's a good one. We got, I feel like I, I could do I, that. I think that we would be so we good at this. We should stream that tonight. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait. Well, your computer sucks. We can't, uh, I have we can't, a laptop. Can't. Uh, yeah, we could all like yeah, we just could all do that. Do, do it until it crashes. Yeah, man. get yeah, exactly. Yeah, um, we could all be on camera. We could do Kai Shinat stuff. In the same room. You know? I don't have well, three it's... chairs. Also, my room is very small. Yeah, 
Also, also Spencer's like camera angle has to. Be <laughs> yes, gonna, we're not gonna be able. To if fit. you guys were here, we could have done it. Yeah, if we were, but we're not. Um, any anyway, something I thought of. Yeah. Um, yeah. While you were talking, that I want to ask before we kind of get, like I said, to the last closing the questions. Last if you think that we're yeah, yeah the last like 10, 15 minutes. Um, so, so you know, a lot of times for the the topics for your blogs or the topics for episodes, and something kind kind of hinted at in your answer to the last question. You look, you know, you're you're reading books on artists, musicians, like painters, all this stuff, um, like artist communities. So, do, would you consider, like, you know, would you consider the way you dress to be an art form? Do you consider yourself an artist of clothes? Yeah, I mean, that's that sounds like the most pretentious thing. I've ever <laughs> My art is making outfits. Yeah, you know, okay, and I will say, I know that people have rightfully given have ribbed me on it because I do think it's such a silly thing, but you know, the thing with online culture now um, and the discourse about clothing is that people do recognize it as some kind of personal form of creativity, and so it's like I I do find some camaraderie with that I, these ideas didn't just come out of nowhere like I wasn't like you know what I dressed like I think you know dressing is like an art I think it just came with me being on the internet and being around people and 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 finding camaraderie with people who approach clothing for fun because classic menswear communities don't do that yeah like everything is like oh I I, I can't wear that to work you know or or hey that's not appropriate for a for a corporate lunch or a, or a cocktail with my wife and it's like yeah, but I'm seeing these people who are, are you know, who are wearing archive stuff or, or making their own clothing, which I think is really cool. And they're also out there having fun. I'm like, so there, I, I have more in common with those people, at least in terms of approach. And they think of it as like kind of like this personal creativity thing. It just makes sense for me to do that. But if I'm going to continue to write about clothing and, and how I think about things, it just makes sense to kind of go a step further and think about how artists think about what, they, what they're doing. Because... When I read that that book, the photograph as to how to die, uh, means how to die. Um, they talk about just the aesthetic object. I think that that was a, I mean, it's an equally pretentious term, but I think it just makes sense. It's something that you just create, something that you put something into that has a point of view. Mm-hmm. And you know, and he was comparing how photography is a can, can be related to poetry in a sense. Although poetry is it's very transformative, it is world building because you are creating something out of nothing. Whereas photography, it's like you're limited, but you're still creating something that doesn't exist. You're still you're still archiving or 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 or, or putting together a point of view with the tools that you have. And so if we think about photography as just being like a more narrow version or a narrow companion form of poetry, I do think if we keep going further, mm. you know, clothing is on that spectrum somewhere. I think, you know, it's a spectrum. It's, I don't think it's right to say that is art, that is not. Because I feel like it's do, like doing an impression. I feel like that's kind of like a fun creative thing. It's, it's how to use your existing voice to, to, to mimic other voices or to, you know, to make characters. I think voice acting, I think, is a fun thing, yeah. you know. And so, and, I, and people should know, I love voice acting when I was younger. I do a lot of impressions, or I did a lot of them. You know, we have every blog that's a silly voice that we all do here. <laughs> we love silly voices. Um, and so, you know, again, if we're just continuing that, it just, it just like, to me, it just makes sense. I would never say, like, you know, like, I don't think an outfit of mine is going to be in the Louvre or anything like that. Like, I don't think, yeah. but it's about, like, when I look back, you know, like, I think of it as, like, you know, like, like, um, like folk art or like amateur art or like, you know, people like the, for- like the arts and crafts movement or people in like the 40s and 50s who would just like paint, like sun- Sunday painters, right? I think that's a term of mm-hmm. uh, people who like, you know, and I think that, and they hang it in their house, right? And you, you, you know, you put, or you have, you put your kids drawing on your fridge. My fridge is Instagram and my drawings are <laughs> my, my fridge outfits, is Instagram. You know? <laughs> that's where I get my yeah, food. And, and, 
and this is why you know like i think if once i this is why custom to me is so important because you know i think it's cool to let to give yourself over into you know what a designer wants or whatever i think that that is a cool thing to relegate yourself to that is not my personality and if if we are thinking about these things as again my little little doodle that i'm hanging in my, my in, in my room uh, which i do with my paintings around here um i i think that you know me working with dave and basically telling him hey i want i want i want an inch here you know basically dictating to him what i want and he just fills out the order form not to say that dave does nothing but i feel like you know uh, i'm the one who says you know some stuff like you know he, he actualizes it's a your process. vision yeah yeah and yeah. He, he tells me hey you know you can't do that or, or hey that, that might be weird looks, and tells me what could happen life, yeah yeah but but I mean being able to be to be in that process of explaining things that's the way for me to feel connected to my clothes. So there is a part of me in the in the pieces of the clothing. You know what I'm you know what I'm saying? Like it, it's like I want to be there. And mm -hmm. maybe that's just me. If you talk about the future, like I I still don't think I would ever design my own clothing. But it would be cool to like help draft the pattern or something. Or you know I mean but I mean my taste isn't that crazy. Like I'm not I'm not here to reinvent how a lapel works. Yeah. Uh, but to, to be able to say hey I want to do this. And I think we should increase here. I think we should put, put, if possible, pitch these forward. I think having the back rise be here. Having that part of me in the clothing in some way, even if it's like 10% and the rest of it is the other tailor, that's more than just taking it as it is. And that makes me tied to the clothing and it makes me tied to the outfit that I make with it because mm -hmm. it's all considered. And so... You know, and ask our Cheng, right? Helping design my 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 spear point collar, tracing my, an existing collar, then making adjustments to it, and how how it's laid out. I think that that's really, it's a way to just kind of make it more like an, an aesthetic object. You know, maybe again, it's not art. It's like a doodle. It's like you know, like like, I didn't make Darth Vader. I didn't design Darth Vader, but I'm gonna draw him with an Ewok on my on my little paper <laughs> in college. You know, and that, that, that's fun to me. Yeah. And I think I think I would do outfits like that way. So. Uh, again, re reading about artists, reading about expression, reading about music, especially because I like writing music. Again, I'm not, I'm not inventing new harmonies, but it's just it's just me having some fun here. It just makes sense to relegate it to, to how artists talk and how to how to analyze art because there is something that you can apply that is more that is more about vibes that is more about the aesthetic whole instead of just. Oh, you can't wear a grenadine tie with a tweed jacket because grenadine is a fancier silk than tweed, and you would be better off with a knit tie or a wool tie. Like that's that's about formality. That's not about what everything looks like. I mean, it does play a little bit into that, but it's not like, you know, what what like what, what's what's like what's the the slouchiness of it? What's the uh, what's the expression? Is it is it happy or sad? Mm -hmm. um, and hey, I I mean, I guess that would make sense, right? Like like a, a shiny black tie with a with a with like an oatmeal tweed jacket might not work, but I'm sure there is there is something you could actually glean from that. But it, you know, I I want to be t I want to talk about menswear more than just than just corporate attire, interview attire, funeral attire, and marriage. The things mm -hmm. that every man <laughs> will have to go through at least once in their lives. Um, once I'm, at the end. Yeah, that's right. I'm gonna get married in right that at order. The end, at the, right at the end of my life. <laughs> that's the last yeah. thing I'm gonna do. Um, yeah. I keep thinking of other follow-up questions, but really quick. I don't know if this is actually yeah. going to be a quick one, but I think a big through line <laughs> in all your stuff and uh, basically every episode from the last, I don't fucking know how long, but like is just community and having friends and having yeah. like a menswear, like, yeah, like having a menswear community. Uh, so do you want to yeah. get into a little bit more about why you view that as such an important thing? 
I mean, it, it to me, it's it's proof that you don't exist in a vacuum, right? Mm-hmm. I, 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 that's my way of kind of, you know, a, 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 you know, to kind of address the critique that we're like, oh, well, Ethan, you can't actually wear that out. Like, well, yeah, I can, you yeah. know, like, and and like, oh, well, then yeah, everyone will hate, everyone will hate you. I'm like, well, no, they don't because I have friends. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. it's just like, 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 it's a good defense, and I think that, you know, having friends is is the kind of the only way to feel like, you know, to feel like what you're doing is, is right, not just socially, but just internally too, right? Like it's, and it, it is tough if you don't have that early on, you know, it can make you feel like you're, like you're doing something wrong, that you're too weird. And I know it definitely felt that way, you know, maybe not because of teasing, just by default, where like none of my friends are dressed. There's, there's a picture I shared recently, like last night when I was going, when I was uploading stuff, I found this picture of me wearing a fedora um, and a sports shirt. And it's like Scott's in the photo. MJ is there, but it is pre-med. This is like 2017. This is like MJ yeah. wearing a a, uh, uh, a Dragon Ball shirt. Dragon Balls, the Dragon Ball shirt. And so it's like it does take a little bit of personal gumption to kind of get over that. But once you have the friends who kind of accept it, and once you realize that it's not that big of a deal, again, friendship depending, mm-hmm. um, it just makes everything easier, you know. And this is if we get to a stage in the world where we can all work from home. Where we have, you know, we've we've progressed enough to, you know, have a four day work week, etc. The the context you have is going to be your community. It is going to be your friends, and so basing, like you know, thinking about that and how you dress is going to be like that that future and how you make these decisions. And again, being blessed to have a a positive friend group, both online and outside of it, has really helped me kind of become the person I am today. And I truly think that's how it is for other people. You know, like I think like if, if MJ if MJ and I weren't friends and he read my blog, maybe MJ might not have been able to do some of the stuff that he's been able to do or, you know, or um, like expensive if you didn't have Jay, right? Or, mm. or or some kind of pal that you were just, you know, I, I definitely think that we all would have had a very different progression. I And I don't even think of it, it's just as, in terms of like being bold. I think that maybe we would have been, but we, we would have just been the weird guys. But I think having some of the bounce ideas off of and, and continue to progress and, and grow is something that community does. You know, that's why forums exist. You know, that's why, you know, I share outfits. And I think that my outfits have just gotten better over time. Because if, if if I didn't have friends and I just was, like, narcissistic, narcissistic, maybe I still would have worn, like, an H&M suit with an H&M shirt and tie and, and assumed I would have just been Gatsby. But, like, no, being able to kind of, again, to put your ideas into a soup of community and just kind of, like, you know, have it grow and learn, I think, is really important. Mm-hmm. And so... Um, it just it just makes sense to to, to to find ways to make that happen, and I, I try and make inclusive spaces um, where that happens, and, and to canonize friends. You know, obviously, Win and and uh, uh, Michael from our Discord. Michael, um, these people have become like Michael. you know you know IR, yeah. IRL friends where we can just hang out and and have a good excuse to wear outfits, and and I know that some of them will maybe dress up more when they hang out with me. Because of just you know that they feel safer or they know that it it can't possibly be as crazy as the guy wearing a three piece. Oh, I don't wear a three piece suit, but like a collar bar and a fedora, they possibly can't be that weird. <laughs> hmm. But the hope is that they, they translate that and so they feel okay with their friends and you know then they then maybe their friends get into it or or, or, or even if they don't like they just have this wholesome thing because I know that my friend group, both men's were and without it, just you know it, it it it's a very important part that helps secure me in my own style. Mm-hmm. It's just it's and just so, better. It's, it's just better, yeah. And I think I think you know you can't, and it, and it's okay if you don't want to do that. If you don't want to find community, I think it's fine. But I think you might find it just harder to 
to feel secure or you'll start to have different outfits for different things which i think is a waste of money mm-hmm. uh and uh or it just it just makes you feel a little, a little bit of a, a an identity crisis like okay are you which one is the real you when when is the real you uh, uh, able to come out and if you have a good community if you you know whether that's with it like i think it's different one of the things for reasons why I don't want to move to New York is because I feel like then my, my, my circles would just be the menswear industry. And I feel like, you know, nothing wrong with that, but I kind of want regular people too, you know, yeah. like I don't, and I think, I think it's cause then, cause then the excuse is, Oh, you guys all just work in it, you know? Like, and I feel like I don't want that. I want this to be a source of agency for me. I want this to be fun. And what better way to, to, to emphasize that by wearing a suit to get coffee or to get boba and where no one else around you is doing that, even your friends, but you're still friends. I feel like that's mm-hmm. that just proves the fact that this is all just a personal expression thing. This is all just for fun, you know? Okay. Nice. Um, we love fun. Yeah. S- Spencer, do you have any... I think any, we can get more? to the last section now okay. if we wanted to. Uh, yeah. Oh, MJ, yeah. 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 Well, uh, I guess this is more like, a, more like a semi-rapid-fire uh, ending segment. Um do you want to address your influencer status yeah. on the internet? No, no. <laughs> the allegations. Okay. That's, that, that's yeah. Uh, uh, next. Can you confirm that? No, I think you know. I, I think it's very clear. I tie influence to to money just because that is what the job was made for. Like like the whole like influencers were a cohort on on Instagram and social media because of the way that they could make other people do things that brands could monetize on. Like they were a like it, 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 you know, like when when we look at the innovation path, right? Like we talked about like, like early adopters and and latecomers or whatever, and the breakthrough of marketing was to be able to hit the early adopters and key thought leaders um, at the get go to make to to kind of speed up the adoption process in order to maximize profits, right? Like brands no longer had to just wait for something to to maybe catch into the mainstream. You mm-hmm. could make that happen by paying for it, and so because. I, I I think I'm a pretty good business guy. I mean I mean we lose money on the podcast, but that's by design. Yeah. Okay. That's, We're that's, just having fun. That's, I mean technically I'm the one who loses money <laughs> um, <laughs> on it, but uh, but yeah, it's like uh, I think I'm a pretty good student of business. I, I understand how how things work, and so I'm I'm also very familiar with the space because I would see it early, like on Tumblr, on you know paid reviews, and you know Spencer's talked about how like. When a tweet goes viral, the guy gets can be paid to like make his pin his pin or the top tweet his response yeah. be a sponsored thing, right? And so like to be put into that same category is not good for me because it, it it's just it's just kind of in essence a slap in the face because I want this to be purely for fun. And so the more the more I can distance myself from any kind of monetary gain, apart from like a gift from a good brand. I mean, I'm not gonna say no to free things. As long as it's very clear, I'm not gonna. I'm not required to to post it. Um, I separate that because I just I just think it's two different things. And I I in terms of just overall stuff, I mean, I feel like just because you have followers doesn't make you an influencer. You know, mm-hmm. I think yeah. um, unless we talk about things in terms of like you just have a platform, then yeah, I think I do have a platform. I think that that's clear. Uh, but influencing stuff to, to have a, to have a call to action, to have a CTA. a tangible metric, you know, that you can your conversion rates. I don't have that. I, I you know I think uh, if I was if I was interested in that, I mean, there's plenty of ways to monetize. You could you know force people to sign up on an email list when you go into the blog before they read anything else. That way we can have a list of emails that we can send and sell off to advertisers. 
we don't i don't do that i don't want to do that you know mm. i there's i don't want to i don't see my followers as something to monetize off of i don't see them as a as a as a as you know as people to potentially pitch a product to if anything i want people to think about things in a certain way that makes them anti that you know mm -hmm. i mean i want people to be skeptical of things um I want people to be like, well, a beret is stupid. Well, yeah, tell tell me why you think it's stupid, then, then it's fine. Don't just don't dipshit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but if you think about it and you like it, that, that's fine by me. I mean, I think the more Ethan you are, the less you buy from brands, and the more the more uh, certain vintage dealers will hate you because you don't uh, buy anything from them. That's right. You know, <laughs> and like that that's just that's that's the whole thing where you go, I don't actually need this. That yeah. that's the real that's the real way to think of, think about stuff. Yeah. It's a real don't real. don't buy don't buy a two hundred dollar tie from Drake's. Please don't, because because <laughs> uh, if you're really like me, you'll find them on eBay. You know, you'll find you'll find value in the thrifting. Yeah. Um, and something you know that I want people. I mean, this is something I haven't written about. Maybe we'll talk about this in a future episode. Is is the uh, the seeing the potential in items like you know like when i see a garment you know like 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 whatever i'll be like you know some people will be like oh the, the sleeves don't fit or the, the 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 trouser looks like this or you know but when i see something that i like i know okay i know what it'll look like post tailoring i know how it's gonna fit into my wardrobe exactly i i don't buy it with outfits in mind it's more so that the outfits are just coming to me from seeing this it, it, it's, it's like right there you know and so I, I, I want people to believe that and I, I want people to kind of be super intentional with this and if that is what I want if that is the product then sure someone could tell me how to monetize that go ahead yeah. uh, but I don't think that it's it, you know I think one something someone said to me is if I was a style coach or some kind of like you know like empowerment guy you know maybe like that would might be like the closest thing that I could monetize to but I hate those people uh -huh. and I could not do it you know at the very least it just seems like I, I I don't think I could have what are basically therapy sessions with each person uh, and then coach them into finding out why that they are a cool person why <laughs> that they have some kind of some kind of like creative spark inside them and why they can leverage it i can't do that with everybody and i don't have the patience to do that the closest i have is just listen to the podcast get the lore and and that's it but just yeah really quick i do really wish that instagram worked like if you had a post that got a ton of likes you would get someone messaging you to like you know put something under your post and then so it's like you have a fit pic and then the next comment is like fellas get your dick sucked with this like with this <laughs> dick sucking machine or whatever you could technically, I mean, you could pin a comment on on, on Instagram. You can, but no one's yeah. no one's offering no, hundred bucks to, to advertise the dick sucking machine. Oh, that's on Instagram. yeah. There, sorry, that's no, right. Please, please, no, please like, send me uh, that. Please send me there's that. There's no, there's no like, uh, what is it like? Is it view based on views now or, in, or engagements on Twitter? Yeah, they, I don't they're, know. they're just they, like they, they fucked up my job, man. Yeah. <laughs> they really did. You touched about it. You touched on it a little you bit before, it. but the uh, the effect or relationship of your hobbies uh, connecting it to uh, your style, uh, namely namely books. Yeah, I mean, it just I I hate getting epiphanies from books because I feel like I it's like I'm compelled to write. I was telling Isabel, she's like, why can't you just like just don't write? But like, but I can't because I got right. this cool thought, you know, and I, and yeah, I mean. The cool thing about all these books that, that are about music, that are about art, is like it makes me go, wow, I think about menswear like that. Like that's kind of just how it works for me. It is like they've done the hard work and I'm just connecting it and but you know, to, to this thing that I enjoy. Um, but I, I mean I definitely think everything's kind of connected, right? Like I think that I don't think that you can taste in itself to me 
uh, as we've discussed, is like it's about curation, and curation is tied to your personal identity and everything like that. There's something that you, there is something that you can glean from um, from any kind of aesthetic or music or whatever. It says something about you, or it says something about how you want to be talked about or that you want to say. And so, you know, uh, just all these hobbies just kind of make sense to me because all these stuff. Again, whether it's whether it's um, you know writing uh, or doing photography or, or writing music, it is some kind of point of view, mm-hmm. and so reading about that just kind of just makes sense, and it just it just makes me get deeper and deeper. And um, to kind of talk about the future a little bit, it's like I think that that's why my style is a bit more. It's a lot more consistent now. I think I think that there's, and there's a lot of stuff that we've like we've, when we talked about in the trends episode, the things that we've kind of like shed a little bit. I think I've I've kind of gotten rid of like the middle yeah. of my style like there is like i said like i don't really do oh i'm gonna do escort man on top with jeans on bottom you know I, I, i'm not gonna wear a collar bar with jeans i'm gonna go full sand and then and then now i just wear a suit all the time the things i don't wear even more now is t-shirts and jeans like those are the things i, I just don't wear i'm wearing trousers i'm wearing loafers i'm not really wearing sneakers i'm not wearing casual jackets i'm wearing sport coats and so the more i i dive deeper into my own hobbies you know, like, oh, I don't really need to, like, I, I, I genuinely enjoy writing, like, film score. I'm not going to try and do some crazy esoteric. I tried it once. I'm like, I, I don't like what I, I make some sounds. It's crazy. Yeah. Like, but it's like, with, like, with, like, tailoring, it's the same way. I'm like, I know what I like now. And so my belief going forward is I think it really is going to be this. I, I, mm. that's so, that is so, like, naive to say at 28 years old. But I definitely believe that, and maybe but I, maybe I also in another feel like five you years. Say that. We'll maybe, there. but there's a lot of people that just kind of dress the way that they did at 28, like forever. <laughs> um, that is true. But I, I also feel like those people aren't like deeply into fashion. That might be the difference, I guess. Yeah, they just wear like skinny jeans and whatever, right? Yeah. Like that's just how. And I mean, yeah, I mean that. I mean that's the whole goal. I mean, I know that a lot of you know these Ivy guys loved and and, and menswear guys post like these old men in the street in New York, and I want to be that and I, if anyone ever was like hey um did you always dress like that i'd be like yes i did here it is you know what i'm saying yeah, like it's like bitch you, yeah i call it cultural patina you want to show that your taste has just aged with you and that you've mm, had this for a long time patina. yeah have yeah. I, I don't know if i've said that before I've, I've, I've tried to I, I i that's that's something i believe in after reading um now it's uh, canon david marks mm-hmm. it's canon yeah at the end of the year come on crazy um <laughs> perfect but but yeah i want to be like i i like that idea I, this is why i want to keep my clothes as long as possible this is why i want to i want the longest part of my day or the the, the the clothes i wear for the longest part of my day to be my outfit that's why i am so sad like i i skip working out because it's like i don't want to dress up until i've worked out because i need the shower yeah. it doesn't make sense for me to wear an outfit for like two hours and then change to go to the gym I'm like i'm gonna wear this outfit for as long as the day is possible within reason and I want to do that because I want my clothes to age with me. I want to break into my clothes. I want to be seen wearing my clothes. I want to see myself wearing these clothes. Yeah. Because I want it like this is what I look like. You know, I wear pajamas and then I wear this and then I wear gym clothes. You know, but it's like I want that cultural patina. I want to be that old man. I want to be that old man right now. Mm-hmm. You know. <laughs> I want to be old. And, and it, it, I guess it makes me sad because it's like you know when people I mean, when we talk about like outfit repeating, it's like yeah maybe the outfit's new, but the point is. Hey, you've worn that tie with a bunch of different fits before. Like, that's really cool that you've kept this tie for that long, or these, or those shoes, or that jacket, or those pants. Like to me, it's like look at how much life I've given these garments that I've had yeah. for a long time. 
And I guess I didn't think about that earlier. That's a little off the dome thing. But like that's whenever we talk about outfit repeating, it's like we're missing the whole point here. We're missing the, the like look at how cool this stuff is, you know. And so that that's you know going to the future. I think that that's that that's just what I want. And I even though it's kind of funnily funnily enough, like I think I'm more trend aware and more trend invoking now with the merch t-shirts that I've had you know for for you know since Uniqlo first had their Star Wars collab or when I first got like a Star Wars the Japanese poster that I got from um a Hot Topic that t-shirt which I still own since college yeah. you know it's like even though like there are things that are more contemporary I first off I do think it's cuz the contemporary has caught up with me <laughs> and or with us I should say and but what's funny is I think when we look at like my younger stuff it's like Drake it still feels like a young guy right like trying to be like oh I got to wear this fun tie the chuck jacket but I wear it with jeans so I can fit in a little bit you know what I mean yeah. like I I got to and even though I thought that, that was pretty mature and I still do some Drake's looks very seldomly like you know jeans and a sport coat for very ivy stuff I again I want to be the old guy I want to be the guy <laughs> wearing this stuff but I want to be that guy right now and so just just you know recognizing that I've had comfort and and figuring out what I want to do and tying that, I know we didn't get a chance to talk about this too much because I know we want to wrap up, but tying that to the fact that I am in my career now for three years, right? Mm-hmm. I'm at an agency. I, I, could, I can say I've been, I'm in, I work in marketing. Like, I, it's crazy to me that I've gotten to that age, um, you know, getting to my late 20s. I have a girlfriend. Um, you know, I still live, live with my dad. That's because it's expensive. Oh, I can't afford a house. Uh, and having a bad car accident makes your insurance rates go up. That takes yeah. a lot of money from your, from your uh, bank account. Ouch. You know? I'm waiting for the when, when it was like three or five years when when you get to when like when your accident is taken off the record or whatever. <laughs> yeah. I'm waiting for that moment, um, but but yeah, I think that um, but being a, a stable part of life, having like finding the friends that you see regularly now, you know, like I remember working at Ascot Chang, even though it was great, you know, being working so far and not seeing friends, especially also because some you guys were still in college at the time too, right? Mm-hmm. And so. Um, you know, but having a stable life just kind of results in having a stable style. And I, you know, if we want, if we think about like me going back to what I liked back to, you know, re- sending up the thirties, sending up, you know, making sure that my custom suits weren't just, Oh, I'm going to have it be in the middle, you know, Indochino trying to make it high waisted, but, but slimming it a little bit like, no, like just full sending it. I want, Hey Dave, I want 10 inch hems on these bad boys. Yeah. I want wide soft, roll, like, like I just getting to be getting to realize that comfort that person that you always thought that you wanted to be that you'd no longer have to make concessions for is is now i think i'm finally able to do that like like, you know like 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 this this next phase of my life and you know and maybe not next phase i mean again i've been here for three years but being being able to kind of just fully get there and to 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 be reinforced in the fact that you're that my boss my ceo is like oh there's ethan in the suit like and it's fine like that's just like there's no apprehension involved at all I think that's proof. And I think that now, you know, if we ever think about the blog or the podcast stopping, I think it's because we're having all these, epi- I'm having all these epiphanies now where I'm like, you know, what? I think it, this is it. This is, and you know, uh, I'm going to dress this way forever. As long as I can fit into these damn jackets and these damn yeah. pants that don't go to MJ. Um, because I want, I, I, know, I, I don't want to be the old guy with new clothes. I want to be the guy who's like, I've had this forever. But I can't have it forever if my body changes. Like that's the saddest. <laughs> that is the saddest, saddest thing. part. I want to be. I want to be King Charles with like patched up shoes, man. Mm-hmm. I I think that that's so cool. Uh, you know, I I have like an OCBD that I put like fucking like chambray in the in the in the uh, elbows because I fucking blew those guys out. Uh, I did a little a little bit a of little a little wink there. Hey, 
Yeah. Hey. Um, yeah, I just want to, I just want to, I want to get there and, you know, and I think, I, I think everyone else should want to get there. I think, I think you guys also want to get there. Yeah. I with, like, like having just having your clothes. Yeah. Forever. And yeah. And I think that's, that's the real, that's the real thing. And I think, you know, if the, the first phase of, you know, until this point has been about writing about these things that I feel like I've always had camaraderie with, like, like berets, like with white socks and now that the that the the phase of discovery is is done, it's just about wearing them and, and what what epiphanies come from and insights you get from just wearing your clothes from the people that you meet. It's it inherently becomes a little bit more cultural if you're not just buying new clothes, right? Like yeah. that's what else is there to talk about? That's I don't want question. the blog and podcast to end. Maybe then it, again, it, it'll probably just end up being <laughs> us talking about movies. It it'll it'll be the end next up phase. Talk about movies. <laughs> Yeah, you know, it'll just be us reacting to content, which I've always just kind of wanted. I mean, I feel like it's just to, to, to just exist and just kind of make something that we just enjoy, you know? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I mean, all of this is just me never going to film school and becoming and, and going and being a film composer. Like, this yeah. is all just my way of, of putting something out there that has a point of view, you know? So yeah. that's we, that's we all, all just want to make we all want to be picture makers here. That's right. The movie yeah, the picture. <laughs> Uh, uh, any any like last final like uh, like rapid fire yeah. stuff? Well, I was uh, I was you know? gonna ask you, uh, unless Spencer has. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I feel like we're probably gonna ask very similar questions because yeah. if we're in well, the rapid yeah. fire section. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, I was just gonna go straight to the to the end here with any um, any any ending lessons, thoughts, messages, Ethan. Yeah. You want you wanted to like put. I feel there. like I kind of said it. I, I yeah. feel like the you know <laughs> wearing like your some, clothes <laughs> in some capacity. You've said you've said it all with a lot of words already but um uh-huh. yeah wear, wear your clothes have fun with it make friends folks just have, have fun friends with it. and just just go out like you know if you think it's too crazy you should wear that piece actually and you'll, you'll probably find out it's not crazy uh at all like uh-huh. i can't believe it's as a kid normal. i'd be like as i'm like damn like oh can i wear like this collar bar with this this crazy long collar and this double breasted and now it's like I'm gonna wear a red dinner jacket with opera pumps uh, to watch the Firebird. You know what I mean? I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna wear a kimono jacket with like a with with fisherman sandals. Like there's there's crazier yeah. stuff to do nowadays. You know, uh, Spencer. Uh, I was just gonna ask like uh, anything you're currently thinking about buying. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I just had a whole speech about. I don't want to buy anymore. I just want to wear it. Yeah, um, just you know, what do you what do you actually want? <laughs> the, I mean, the, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The the camera's off now. Now just be a regular consumer. You uh-huh. know, just uh, <laughs> spend money. Uh, no, I feel like I thought every time I thought things were over, right? But like getting the patterned, like the Prince of Wales suit from Fugue, I was like, damn, I want a brown one now. <laughs> I want a brown plaid suit. I want a, I want a houndstooth suit. Uh-huh. I think, honestly, I think more suits, I think, is just it. Because I love... It's so easy. I mean, not to be, like, menswear pills, but, like, when you wear a suit, your your pants and jacket choice are taken immediately. I don't have to be like, oh, like, is this... It, does navy go with this jacket? And, and again, we talk about how these are, like, micro-second decisions. Yeah. But it's still, like, you know, it's still kind of, like... It's still something I do put some thought of, like, does this go? But, like, with a suit pick your shirt and tie it's just right there um but yeah i think uh suits uh replacing this is here you want to talk about wearing your clothes well it's not a new thing but i think i need to replace my purple corduroy suit because Mm. i can't 
fit my arms into those sleeves anymore. Uh, if you guys have watched our stream with uh, about the GQ stream, which is uh, two months ago when this is released, um, yeah. but but for but us, I saw, days ago, I saw that. Yeah, I saw that photo of Bruce Boyer in like a khaki linen single bus suit. I'm like, fuck. I thought I was like, okay, I, I sold my suit to Jane. Hey, maybe I don't need a khaki single bus suit because you know I couldn't fit into it, and maybe now I can just focus on what I own. Yeah. But I think in my head, I am a guy who wears a khaki single bus suit, and that is a, a, an old man wearing it. That's gonna be me. So I think nowadays, I think it really is just gonna be about replacing things I already own. I, th- I don't think it's gonna be about trying new things I, mm. I you know as crazy again as, as naive as that sounds i don't think it's going to be about like oh you know there's this cool crazy tunic shirt that visfim makes it you know maybe if i thrifted it sure i think thrifting is still a gateway to like trying new stuff but hey i'm still replacing a lot of shirts that i've gotten from ascot chang or whatever well not those ones yet but although <laughs> i wore one recently and I, it's it's still tough mj might be getting a really good bespoke made uh a spear point collar shirt um but you know i've been buying like yes point collar shirts dobby striped shirts shirts that i kind of had early on just in the size that i can actually wear it because my sleeves can fit into it um and even the even buying the things i've never owned before like i i got my gray fedora and so like i don't need i literally don't need any other color fedora. like i have i have black brown silver belly gray what else what else is there there's not really much new so i think Whatever is going to be new to me will be replacements of stuff okay. that I the throw out of. Yeah, so yeah, remember okay. that show? <laughs> yeah, that, that that's just it. I mean, again, I don't know. I don't. I don't, I don't think there's going to be anything. Anything that's super crazy. Mm-hmm. Maybe a flared suit. Maybe I don't know. I don't know if that's the thing. I think a flared suit would be cool, but it's not high on my list. But hey, maybe in a couple of years once I have all the other stuff. But That's I right. feel like I still wear I still wear cowboy boots with my wide legs and they still look like they're flared kind of so it's fine. Yeah. Well, I think I mean I don't know MJ. Did you have anything else? I think uh, uh, that'll do it for me. That'll That's do it, it, baby. Um, but well, yeah, I go. Yeah. I hope you guys enjoyed this deep dive onto Ethan style. Deep deep dive. Yeah. You didn't got... have to listen to to 110 episodes and kind of put it all together. You could just have the one maybe. That's right. Um, that we'll have. I don't feel like writing a blog post about this. I might just say, we talked about this. Here's a podcast. Cause I don't, I don't feel like, <laughs> cause I already write. So I mean, I've been, I've been doing a lot of writing on my own. That's not connected to a blog post, right? Like about like these, you know, about the books. And so I'm kind of like, I, I don't, I could not, I can't do another one, please. You know, yeah. stop me. Um, but, but yeah, um, I don't, I don't even know what photos I'll add to this. Cause I feel like you can just look at my Instagram. I, you just, don't even need to, you don't, you yeah, guys just, know where to look to find this will be the shortest thing. blog. Actually, yeah. the funniest thing, the, the, the blog, the podcast about me will be the shortest blog post because it'll just be two links, paragraph yeah. and then Instagram. That's it. And then just, just scroll, just do it. Yeah. Um, but thanks you guys for, for, uh, for asking me these questions. I enjoyed asking You're you guys welcome. yours when we, interviewed you earlier this year if you guys haven't listened to them definitely listen to those ones with spencer and mj um they're they're a lot of fun and i think that this is you know it's kind of funny we're not an interview podcast but um we we do do it because i think it's fun to learn about um you know how people think about clothes and uh i know next year we've still got content you know there's still other stuff to talk about dating hair we love Uh, hair those are the only two I have written down for next year, so we'll see. And then, and then immediately, it's all movies afterwards. Yeah. You know? yeah, it's yeah. all movies all the time. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed 2023 with us this this year. 
um i hope you guys have enjoyed the the you know the the, the deep dives into expression and philosophy that we've been kind of doing lately um but the, the, there's still going to be uh, some interviews uh next year you know we st- we still you know we'll, we'll have those sprinkled in and um yeah we're gonna have we our sprinkles that, uh, yeah sprinkles cupcakes the sprinkles right. atm the the cupcake atm remember that uh, we not remember it we it's, we, it's we, we saw someone we watched the creator and we were sitting outside Wait, is it a real thing because they yeah i don't know what know sprinkles this? cupcake thing wait wait for you know what sprinkles are right the, the cupcake brand you yeah heard of this? okay uh at the at the places you buy them there's a cupcake atm where you can it's you you pay and it gives you, it gives you cupcake. Okay. Yeah, it's it's yeah, a like, like a vending machine. Yeah. Like yeah, a, it's, like a, it, it, it's like well, it, yeah, but it doesn't look. It looks like an ATM because it's connected, and so like it, yeah. Okay. And I didn't think it. I didn't think it worked unless people were there. Like it, you know, it's fake. But I we did see someone buy a cupcake, and I think it probably just has like a fridge or whatever that that has fridge. that kind of stuff. It's yeah. a fridge. Um, but hey, I mean, hey, if you guys have any additional questions, you know where to reach me. I sometimes answer my DMs, but you can talk to me directly at our uh, Discord. To access <laughs> our Discord, right you go to patreon.com. Patreon.com slash style and direction. Uh, $5 a month gets you access to our Discord full of other people who love us so much that they pay for us uh, hmm. that we lose money on. Um, I, I thought it's, we get a dollar. I We each get a dollar sixty-six per person, but I forgot that Patreon takes uh, a cut from that also. So it's like a dollar Per, per person that we that Spencer MJ and I get, um, but yeah, come there. There's a lot of great conversations, a lot of great deep dives. It's almost sometimes like an MFA Discord because we talk about MFA in there. Mm, that's uh, funny. But but yeah, it's a it's a fun spot. Um, but then you also get a- access to our backlog of bonus episodes, which might just end up becoming the regular feed because we're just going to be talking about movies once we stop talking about clothes. Yeah, um, we're still going to talk about. But we'll, yeah, we'll it's we'll a lot of good stuff, stuff in to there. Talk about <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> it's not, it's not, yeah, we're not, it's yeah. not over completely. Um, but yeah, $10 a month gives you all those stuff, plus, we say your name, MJ, who are we thanking? We are thanking our sidecast fanatics, who are Shane Curry, Philip Grigard, Henrik Wilberg, and Alexander Batten. We appreciate you guys so, you much so much on this. We love you. Uh, we, we love, if we if any other interviews happen, I'm... I know that sometimes I get asked to be interviewed, and if this uh, if this is redundant to anyone who's listened to any other recent interviews I've had on other people's podcasts, I'm sorry. <laughs> but, but that's uh, just what you got to deal with, folks. <laughs> that's it, baby. That's it. It's press time. Uh, thank you guys so much. Uh, you can follow the podcast at Style and Direction. You can follow me at Ethan M. Wong. I'm at Spencer DSO. I'm at Aya MJ. Well, see you guys in the bonus at the end of the year and then next year for mainline episodes so bye 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 -bye. why am i waving they can see you Ooh. Ooh. god (laughs) i thought you say an owl